Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Good evening, folks. It's time for your Tuesday evening edition of It's News to Us, our daily podcast, taking a look at the day's top stories. Once again, the top story being Hurricane Ian. Um, Much bigger story, of course, for Florida than it is here. Uh, But we are going to see some remnants of Hurricane Ian um, as uh, we get to the weekend. Um, And in fact, we're starting to get a little bit firmer uh, numbers and ideas of what may come. I know you talked to NBC 12 uh, this morning. Um, and, uh, I talked to them this afternoon, they were giving us a little bit firmer numbers this afternoon, but still the, the, the same idea is generally the same. The greatest risk appears to be basically rain. Mm -hmm. No, they said, at least this morning, they said severe weather, um, seems very, very unlikely and that we're just probably going to get some rain. Yeah. I, I, uh, Nick, Nick Russo over at NBC 12 did raise the possibility of tornadoes and uh, when we talked to him in the afternoon, but, um, and this is a big but, um, stressed that um, that is more likely south and east. It really, really depends on how far north the storm gets mm-hmm. and how warm the air gets. Right now, they're not thinking it's poss- it's, it's probable, but he, he, they're, they're now starting to couch their bets a little bit just in case yeah. <laughs> the situation changes, which which makes sense. In terms of rainfall totals, um, one to four inches is what they're talking about um, for, for possible rain. Um, and this would start early Saturday and, uh, you know, go through into Sunday. Um, so it, it sounds like Saturday is going to be a washout. I can tell you um, high school football is, is starting to move on mass to, to Thursday night um, rather than play games on, uh, on Friday night in the rain. Yeah. So, so, which is funny because this, the, the, you know, now with Henrico having almost all turf fields, um, I'm kind of surprised they're moving. The, it's not like the fields are getting messed up all that much. Yeah. No, no, down in Chesterfield, I can see where it's a problem because every field still remains to be grass and you know, the, the fields become mud pits, but um you know, they're not, they're not so happy with, uh, you know, with dealing with that, but, uh, you know, in, in Rico, you can still play on the turf, even in the rain. So, so, um, and, and you spoke to VDM a little bit, just overall in terms of what people should be doing to, to prepare. What, what advice did, uh, the department of emergency management offer? Um, basically they, they were, uh, saying that even if, you know, even though it's looking unlikely that we'll get much more than rain, folks should prepare uh, for this uh, in such a way that, you know, if it is just rain, they will it will like still be uh, an assistance to them months or so down if we do a stronger storm. Um, basically, their big suggestions were, you know, create an emer- what they called an emergency kit or emer- emergency preparedness kit. That constitutes, uh, you know, bottled water, shelf-stable food, batteries, storm media, that sort of thing, but also medications or documents that you would need if something happens. Um, And then also just to have, like, a plan in place with uh, out-of-town family or, 
anyone else you might need to get in contact with if something like this happened where, you know, if there's a huge power outage and all of our cell phones die and, you know, there's no, hardly anyone has landlines anymore. And when they do, they need power to work. Um, you know, having something in place to be able to get in touch with people and let them know you're all right. Um, and then other than that, they basically just said, you know, um, make sure to stay informed as we get closer to the storm, you know, as much as for the past two days, you know, we've, as we've talked about, it looks like it's not going to hit us very hard. If that does change on, you know, Friday afternoon, it's important that you know that going into Saturday, you know. And and as you said um, early on in that, um, it always just makes sense to have that kid around because, hey, you know, maybe you don't use it this storm, you use it in the next storm or in the next disaster or the next issue. Who knows? So, yeah. Maybe there's an earthquake or something that no one sees coming. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, you know, and, and we do have earthquakes here. People, people uh, should realize that. Um other stories that we followed for 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 uh, you guys today. Um, continuing comments on the uh, transgender policy. You know, I don't actually have the number in front of me. Last time I checked, they were approaching eighteen thousand, and that's in basically thirty six hours worth of comments. I think, or a little bit less than thirty six hours worth of comments. That I mean, the, I was looking at the times comments were posted. It looks like they're getting multiple ones per minute. Um, yes. Yeah as this goes on. I, yeah, I have seen the number continues to rise. Um, I saw, I have not independently verified this, but I saw at least one person saying that they tried to comment something and it had, you know, very temporarily crashed just due to the high demands, you know, put on that website that was probably not anticipated when they, you know, built the website. Yeah. Um, but it's yeah, there has been a, uh, a large response. Yeah, exactly. And, and of course um, this comes as uh, there was student walkouts today, not so much big here. There were walkouts. I mean, we saw video from, from your old high school uh, hermitage. Um, I've seen pictures. Yeah. Go Panthers. Um, go Panthers. See, see, uh, seen uh, some pictures from a couple of Richmond schools. Um, I haven't seen much from down in Chesterfield. That does not mean there weren't protests down in Chesterfield. I just haven't seen um, video or picture evidence from down there. Um, so, but up in Northern Virginia, there were, there were large protests, uh, the, the TV stations up there had helicopters over them. And, uh, again, this comes as the, you know, we're only on day two of the model policy and it's going to be, uh, you know, get comments going to continue for another month. Be interesting mm-hmm. to see what happens. I know uh, one Democratic delegate, Marcus Simon, who's higher up in the Democratic leadership, says he's already seen enough and is calling on Governor Youngkin to withdraw the model policy. I would be shocked, shocked beyond belief if that occurs. This this policy um, is something that he ran on. Um, it's something that um, he would use for future campaigns. I would be shocked if you see any 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 movement on that. Um, I do know that the Republicans are now pushing to get more comments for in support of the policy. Um, you know, I know the Republican uh, Party head was out uh, saying, hey, people, if you support this policy, please get on and comment. And there have been some comments in that direction, but the overwhelmingly large number of them are are against the policy altogether. So, <laughs> so if you, you could take a look. You, you see a few more now and then of, of being in support, but it's it's mostly negative. So, yeah, this morning, I believe someone said, 
you know, the ratio they were seeing was roughly seven to one of negative to positive. Yeah. That I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt that number. It may even be larger, but it, yeah, when I, that number sounds fair. Yeah. Um, final story that, that uh, we covered for you guys, uh, monkeypox vaccine. Um, they're increasing the eligibility uh, now, anyone of any sexual orientation who has HIV AIDS or has recently had a sexually transmitted disease or what they're saying is a sexually transmitted infection um, can get the vaccine. It's basically because they have found that those groups are at are having monkeypox at in higher numbers um, and that, uh, you know, they want to sort of, you know, nip this in the bud, so to speak. Um they also believe that they have more vaccine available and this will, will help, uh, help deal with that. Um, also, um, they don't see this as ever getting to a point where they believe everyone would need to get the vaccine, but they are targeting, you know, the groups where it is most prevalent in hopes of, uh, you know, limiting this outbreak, which they said has, as seemingly um, the rate of increases has seemingly decreased. So that's good news. It doesn't mm-hmm. seem to be as, as big an issue. So Looking at tomorrow, we're probably going to be doing more Ian um, stories. We'll probably, uh, we probably should get in touch with the uh, airport tomorrow at some point just to see. Uh, I imagine uh, the Richmond flights down to Orlando are not uh, not flying anymore um, and see if there's other impacts as well, um, you know, as, as, as we go in there. Um, and obviously just continue to follow up on the weather as, as Ian continues to make its way towards Florida and then, you know, up the coast uh, as that occurs. So. For David Lefkowitz, I'm Matt Demline. This has been the Tuesday afternoon uh, episode of It's News to Us, and we'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.